0: Welcome to Chat Your Own with Candy and Noodle, the monthly chat show podcast about all things now, then, and tomorrow. It's a little politics, a little art and science, and a whole lot of feminism. Liberal as fuck. To back to I'm Candy here with Noodle. Noodle. Hi, Noodle.
1: Hey, how's it going?
0: Oh, it's going good. I'm not, oh, I'm not huffy. Look at that. Look at that. Holy shit. I know. This
1: is already a good start to the oh, day. Oh,
0: understand what's going on?
1: <laughs>
0: Nothing makes any sense.
1: <laughs> that makes us all very nervous, right? which is great because it's the spooky season.
0: Yeah, it's, it's probably because it's Halloween that yeah. I'm
1: not bitchy and crappy before we get into anything else i would like to say for the record that candy's house looks amazing with halloween decorations oh, you walk you. up and there's like little pumpkins everywhere there's signs about halloween there's lights it's awesome and if you live in the neighborhood i'm not going to reveal candy's address but if you should you, definitely <laughs> go and trick or treat at candy's house if you can find it it's the one with the pumpkins oh th- that was oh yay <laughs> it worked like when i walked up i was like damn it looks good and also weirdly like smells delicious
0: it's the cinnamon broomstick that I bought at Ralph's for $5. It is the cinnamon broomstick. So, not it's by weird. the gnome, yeah. just like. <laughs> Which I also bought at Ralph's on clearance.
1: Is it the little orange gnome? Yep. It's great. Her, there, there's a very serious, good Halloween vibe that I just wanted to share with everybody. It's important to know.
0: Thank you very much. Uh, I do need to move the lights on the tree. They have slid, kind of like a, it's like we're in a slip. You know, with like a dress, like <laughs> it looks leaking. like, like there, it's just they're oddly crumpled. They might have been pushed up. They might have fallen down. You know, they just mm-hmm. don't look right. And it's from all the wind. It has been very
1: windy, right? The Santa Ana, yeah, yeah.
0: uh How how are you? How's your week? How's your oh, October? I'm good.
1: I'm good. October's going great. Huge success so far. Let's just move right along from that. Let's just
0: <laughs> skip past that. Uh, this is our mini book club that we've been talking about. <laughs> Woo, book club. Which was intense. Oh, I have to unplug my nook. I have to unplug my nook because that's where my notes are. Not a euphemism. Oh, but it should be. Mm-hmm. It really, really should be. I'm unplug uh, my nook. Yeah, we to <laughs> unplug my nook. Uh, Because we decided on Mini Book Club, uh, we're going to tell stories. We're going to talk about Halloween. We're going to talk about this book, which is The Uterus is a Feature, Not a Bug, by Sarah Lacey. Um, And some spooky stories and and Halloween funsies.
1: And we have a a quick side note that we're going to put in here. And that due to the Halloween nature of today Mm -hmm. and the excessive... Stephen King fandom that we have we're putting out a counter um, and an over under on how many times we are going to say Stephen King or name a Stephen King book so every time that happens I'm going to ding, ding uh, the bell so I'm putting the over under at 7 and I am taking the over because all of my stories are Stephen King related
0: I mean, this is anything. Uh, uh, mention, uh, character name drop, anything, right? Anything. That we catch. yeah. that we catch. Yep. Uh, feel free to tell us you missed one. <laughs> yeah. Because we probably will. I want nine and I want to take over. Wow. Because yeah. <laughs> I have a number in my head that I think it's going to end up being.
1: But it is, so here's here's. I the- think I'm
0: understanding. You guys, listen, I don't bet on sports and <laughs> I know shit. We talked about this the other day. I was like, can you- and then, and then we talked about, oh, I talked about spreads with someone else, and it was a conversation that went, quite frankly,
1: nowhere. <laughs> it's very similar. The spread right. does fall sort of in the over-under right, situation. Right. The only problem is, if we have both taken the over, nobody wins. Unless it's eight, and then I win.
0: And then you win. Right. If it's eight, I lose. But if it's 35,
1: right. we both win. You know what? There's right. worse things than both winning. That's Absolutely. You know what?
0: We, when you first brought this up, I thought you meant we were going to talk about how many Stephen King books we've read. And then I was thinking, Ding. <laughs> it's balls. and I was thinking, wait, someone should be, are you counting dings? That's Or one. should I be writing, should I be keeping track? I'm on it. Thanks. One. <laughs> 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 Tick. Uh, and then I've like, forgot to count. And I was like, oh shit, I'm not prepared. It's a lot. It's, it's a lot. The answer to that is many. Is, is many. Is most of them. Right. It's the, still the majority, even though I'm very much lagging
1: that's nah, all right. He's been,
0: you know, I mean, just you know, like in the universe. <laughs> that's
1: just not
0: true. Just Stephen King.
1: Okay. So, uh, a listening audience, count along with us as we name Stephen King characters, books, or just general references. And I'm going to take a cheat name that, on
0: that. I was going to say that one doesn't count, right? Ding. Ding. Or does it? I'm counting. Um, it. I also already said it again. <laughs> uh, fingers crossed. Uh, I think you can make it a drinking game, too, if you'd like. Oh, you know what? I mean, just be careful. Have, I mean, hopefully we are currently the entertainment at some Halloween parties. I, I imagine we'll be listened to by, you know, groups of people.
1: I mean, we'll, we for will Halloween be funsies. at a Halloween party being entertaining. We will be. And uh, what's the theme of that Halloween party? Andy? See, that's a trap. Is it? Do, do we not know?
0: The theme is that author that we all love. Who's from
1: Maine? Uh, I'm still gonna count that.
0: Okay. Yeah, you know what I said. I said, I said the state. So
1: that is actually
0: entirely <laughs> fair.
1: Since it is a, it's a pretty heavy character in
0: all of his books. <laughs> it, 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 yep. it, it, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That was nice, though. You said that well. Uh, I, I am going to, before we get to our other stuff, give you my question.
1: I'm so okay, excited. Here's my question for the secret question.
0: You're trick or treating. You are given something that is not candy; it is some sort of object, and you are thrilled. What is it? Oh my god!
1: It's a it's a tiny race car. Oh, nice! Like, Good like just like a matchbox car, right? Like immediately, because right. you could do so many things. It was, right. and I mean, like on everything, right. matchbox right. car. You can like rev it back and see if it'll fling. Mm-hmm. You can just casually. Run it up and down things like. You can,
0: there's so many. You things could You could trip can do. on it in
1: the middle of the night and really fucking hurt yourself. You could your, chew on it. Like someone me. else could trip on it in right. the middle
0: of the night and you could laugh <laughs> hysterically <laughs> from your bedroom. Modern
1: day banana peel. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Definitely, definitely matchbox car.
0: Solid answer. And really yourself. And answer. yourself. I think it is wax lips, uh, or Ooh, the wax fangs. Yeah, uh, talked about it with dude, and uh, he was like, he went immediately for like. Other kinds of edibles. He was like, "Well, caramel apples. They don't do that anymore." And I immediately wanted a caramel apple,
1: but because the razors.
0: And then we talked about how you couldn't do baked food. At at some point, you couldn't do baked desserts, and like you weren't giving out cookies and brownies and homemade stuff.
1: Did Did anyone ever give you cookies and brownies? I, I feel like
0: there were. I don't know about cookies and actually brownies
1: i mean think about I how feel like many fucking brownies you have to make right to hand out homemade brownies mm-hmm. as your halloween candy but that
0: is still way cheaper than buying a bag of
1: i mean cheaper cheaper monetarily Snickers. but not time time-wise,
0: wise no oh oh yeah yeah like here's some colored sprinkles you <laughs> your colored sprinkles yeah wow I, uh, I don't
1: i don't know that i ever got a baked good yeah yeah but so what was his final answer
0: I don't remember. Oh, I think you came in as we were discussing it. Uh, uh, but totally. he did agree. We talked about uh, wax things to chew on for mm-hmm. a long time. And that was, I could taste it then. And I was like, mm, yeah, that's it. That's the thing. It's because that's I'm now just it. picturing
1: you with the wax lips. Right? And it's hilarious. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: I can. I can totally taste <laughs> it. They taste like it's the same wax that was on the outside of the, like, uh, the bottles that had the root beer liquid candy in it or Coke, whatever the liquid was. Yeah, you would chew I totally know what you mean, those little tiny
1: nasty Mm. things. Yep, (laughs) absolutely.
0: So uh, wax is great. (laughs) Wax is great. And before we get into our mini book club. Wax poetic. Aww. Uh. What you reading, Noodle?
1: (laughs) (laughs) So I, uh, fully embracing my, well, it's not my nook that I had to plug in, but or unplug as, as the case may be, but fully embracing my iPad, I did two classics because... Amazon lets you read the classics for free because I'm not spending money on um,
0: because.
1: Audi- uh, ebooks so yeah. I did uh, The Hound of the Baskervilles by Sir Arthur Conan Doyle, and I fucking hated it <laughs> it was very the the problem with Sherlock Holmes is that the TV and movie Sherlock Holmes is very specific he's mm-hmm sleuthy all the time and he has these weird foibles and he's very much a specific person you know like you you picture him and you see the uh, i think it's called the deer hunter hat and the and the pipe and oh, the violin yeah, yeah. and the cocaine and, and, it's and like oh, you see cocaine. it very very clearly and he's got the he's got the big eyeglass and he's he's doing stuff and he's elementary my dear watson and he none of those things happened in the book wait
0: i think it's heroin is it heroin
1: Maybe it was heroin. I think it's heroin. Either way, it's not good. Um, it's definitely it's open Like, like I mean, he's
0: he's sucking down drugs. Yeah. Um,
1: and it's just it's in the book. He's just like a regular guy who's super smart, not not full of foibles. So maybe in like different ones, he he's more bizarre. But right. in in Hound of the Baskervilles, it's pretty straightforward. I was like, oh well, that's that's an obvious conclusion. I I, I, I see I boring. see your clues, and I am unsurprised by the verdict here. So I was kind of bummed about that. Um, that sucks because he's such like an iconic character, and I was really excited to read this. And I was talking to my mom about it. Hey Teresa, I know she's listening. Hey, and she was like, "You know, Sir Arthur Conan Doyle tried to kill off Sherlock Holmes a million times, and like the people wouldn't have it." And I was like, "This guy really me?" <laughs> so uh, it, it's funny. And while I was reading it, I saw. A um, a baby board book version of it, and I was oh. like, "Oh, that's so cute! We can read it together." And then, like, completely forgot about it. Oh. Like literally two seconds later, it, right up until I decided to to put it on my what's reading noodle. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was one. The second book that I read was Around the World in 80 Days, which I loved.
0: That's wonderful.
1: I loved it. It was funny. It was boisterous. It was exciting. Weird things happened. Uh, it is dated. it's it's a little bit problematic uh in terms of their description of other people including the the u.s right
0: people they come across around the world not
1: not into america jules verne not not a fan of 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 the united (laughs) states um but it was great but interestingly enough you know the the iconic imagery similarly the iconic iconic imagery of Around the World in 80 Days, is that hot air balloon coming in at the last second. And that's how he like, ah, I won. <laughs> not in the book. No hot air balloons. They like mention it once. And he's like, I'm not getting in that. And it moves along. And I was like, wait, what? I thought that was your whole jam. Um, So that was weird. That is weird. But I really, I enjoyed it. It was, it was a lighthearted, fun read. And even though I know like how it was going to end, I was still like, can he beat the clock? Is he going to do it? It was very precise. I liked it.
0: What I'm reading, and there we go, and that's yep. that's what I'm reading. um Oh, and you said you wanted to read something else by Jules Verne. Oh you yeah,
1: re- Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea. Right, this, which I right. Yeah, this interests me. Which to say, yeah, okay, I'm in. I'll mm-hmm. do
0: another one. Nice. Hmm. I feel like I have something. Maybe I have. I think I have Journey to the Center of the Earth. Mm-hmm. I think that's the one I have, which is a really thin little. Yeah. Five second and reading. And that's also yeah. a weird book. Yeah. That's yeah. a weird book yeah. with little like gremlins everywhere. <laughs> there's, little, there's little creatures. Sorry yeah. if you guys have heard noise. I am super fidgety. I am fidgety as fuck. I just cannot get comfortable. Wiggles. I mean, not that that's entirely out of ordinary. Um, I'm gonna do a quick Phantoms Anonymous, which is I just wanna say goodbye to Schitt's Creek. Um, If anyone doesn't know what Schitt's Creek is, it is on Pop TV, or it was, it just wrapped up its fifth season. Um, Eugene Levy and Daniel Levy, his son, created it, Catherine O'Hara, a ton of people who, because I'm just trying to name stuff, I'm completely blanking on other people (laughs) who are in Emily Hampshire, who I love. Very, very much. Um, they just rounded out. And the final episode, it's surra- I'm sorry, I should explain this because you didn't know what it was, right?
1: I had not watched it. You had this not watched all. it. No.
0: Um, it's based on a, a very, very rich, affluent family who loses all of their money and they're forced to live in this town called Shit's Creek, which is as you might uh, imagine it is. And the father, Eugene Levy, bought it for his son as a joke when they had so much money they could throw it around. And it was one day you're going to be able to take care of yourself and you're going to be up Schitt's Creek so he bought him this town as a joke and now they have to live there very very funny heartwarming show uh the final episode was so amazing when uh they performed cabaret in this town you know small town community theater situation I think I cried the whole episode just the whole episode so uh goodbye to Schitt's Creek
1: I mean that's good, like a TV show that that's not a sad TV show, right, but it's, Or it's not it's not like a look at your
0: heartstrings, right? Situation. It's not like This Is Us, right? But it's still or Grey's Anatomy <laughs> or Grey's Anatomy, but it's still uh endearing. I like and it. And real cute. Yeah, it's kind of got that early modern family. Like at the end of all the first few seasons of Modern Family, someone would be narrating the end, and it would be this beautiful, touching situation, and I would get really teary every time. That's what Shit Creek was like, but all the time. Modern yeah. Family kind of lost it, I feel like. I never watch Modern Family. Someday I will.
1: It's funny. It's one of those things, it is things really that like, funny. I'll get
0: to eventually. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's always going to be there. Yeah. It's never
1: going to go <laughs> Good thing away. about TV.
0: Uh-huh. It is a good thing about TV. All right, let's do it.
1: Mini book club. <sighs> Mini book club. So hopefully you people listening uh, have read along with us and have opinions, which we definitely want to hear. Uh, we'd love. Send us your emails. Send us. Text us. Um, don't text us, you don't have our phone number. Well, some of you guys can text right? us. <laughs> Message us, whatever. Um, so I started reading this book on the plane for the longest business trip that I've taken away from the baby. Um, and so <laughs> I sobbed like an idiot uh, for an entire plane ride while I was reading it. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was actually the sound I was making. It was, mm-hmm. So oh, that's n- nice. Right. That's not, comfortable. Not healthy for the poor person sitting next to me. I was like, I'm fine. I learned I just, a life skill. I miss mm-hmm. my baby. <laughs> so cool. Uh, mm-hmm. nothing like really like set yourself up for success in mm-hmm. business, like sobbing in public a lot. Right. Um, but that being said, uh, I I mean, I, I felt kind of conflicted about it. Like in some ways I was like, yes, this is super important. And she's making a stand and she's saying all the really, really important things that like driven by her passion uh, to succeed and willingness to sacrifice a lot of things about herself in order to succeed. I mean, it, it, her marriage fails or it doesn't fail. Like she has a really successful divorce, which is cool. Like, <laughs> That's cool. Um, her, her her balance between motherhood and workhood, she really decides, I don't need to balance the two. I am both, and I'm embracing both. And I think her passion for what she does is really, really what drives that ability to embrace right. the two. Yeah. Um, it kind of made me want to lean the fuck out uh, and not work so hard. Because I felt like, sh- like I'm very tired all the time and I do not work 20-hour days. And I am not driven with a passion to succeed at all, at, you know, at all costs. Like mm-hmm. I-, I like my job. I like what I'm doing. But it's not, it's not the, the most influential thing in my life. Um, so I kind of felt like if I don't have that kind of passion for what I'm doing, like what, why am I making those sort of sacrifices?
0: It did not make you feel like you needed to find something else
1: no no it it made me feel like i'm i'm very lucky that i could balance right now right the time and and mental energy for my child uh versus mental energy for my work Mm -hmm. because because it's her her balance was non-existent
0: right no balance
1: um, but I really, like, recognized a lot of what she was talking about because, you know, I, I work in technology. The, the company that I work for is headquartered in Silicon Valley. And so the, the atmospheres that she's talking about, well, at my company, it is not like that. I want it to be very clear. My company has a great culture. They embrace motherhood. In fact, they just started um, offering that milk delivery system that I use, a Milk Stork, mm-hmm. as a health benefit.
0: That it's, is fantastic. It's, like it's
1: declared in. I got my benefits package yeah. today, and it's written in there. It's like, hey, are you breastfeeding? Do you want to have milk Stork as like a real thing? We can do that now. Like they've been paying for it, but now they're like announcing it. So I'm right. That's I'm, amazing. Right. My my company is really really great, but it, a lot of them are not. Yes. And so I recognize the things that she was talking about, and I was like, ooh, um, but it did kind of make me feel like mm, I'm I'm good to, to relax. A little while. Mm-hmm. You know, she talks about that like benevolent boss yeah. who says, uh, Oh, I'm not gonna make you travel, and no, I'm not gonna like add extra stuff to you. And it's such a double-edged sword, because like on one side, I'm like, cool, thank you.
0: That, uh, w- which one hundred percent is part of the, the power structure in general. That mm-hmm. is something I've I've dealt with quite a bit. Uh, and maybe more so because I have worked Professionally, I've worked for now. I would say four small firms um, over the last sixteen years, and uh, it's more in your face. That kind of thing is more face to face. This is because we're we're so close. We have this conversation. It's less a uh, in a review situation or through HR. Mm-hmm. It's casual, like I'm taking care of you, and it happens often. In that, that really, really, really close-knit kind of situation, which I don't love
1: yeah, and mm-hmm. it's, I do not fucking love. It, it has the ability to be so insidious. And yet at the same <sighs> time, you're kind of like, word, but okay.
0: Insidious I is oh, so. Uh, but yeah. like, but yeah. we're all in that position. We're like, well, sure, I'll take the extra week of vacation. Or sure, I will take the the bump because you don't think I'm doing A, B, or C with my personal life and I'm going to give everything to you. We're yeah. not going to turn it. No one is going to turn it down. No one's going
1: to turn it down. And so it, it fuels against us. Yeah,
0: Absolutely. And I,
1: I hadn't seen it uh, defined quite so clearly.
0: So that was And I, I feel like a lot of things were defined really nicely <laughs> in this book. I mean, it, we both said it was intense. Yes. I, 100%. We, we probably find there's a Venn diagram. There's an overlapping. But I'm sure we both had very different visceral reactions to this book. <laughs>
1: Because it was interesting, because she did talk about. I mean, it was predominantly about motherhood, but she also talked about um, just being a woman in that mm-hmm. environment. Her her perception uh, or her her presentation of like cool girl the the, uh, the cool, cool, dude, guy, cool dude cool dude Sarah, Sarah. yeah
0: well raise p- your hand p- if you recognize
1: cool dude Sarah <laughs> I mean <laughs> that, is, that is unanimous yeah uh, <sighs> yeah
0: uh, I actually just got a little bit of a chill I I love the the fact that she discusses her how motherhood had empowered her but how it's the perception of of pregnancy the perception of marriage childhood family responsibility uh i definitely dealt with it when i got married um and it it, it's there before you have before a child is even a thought in anybody's like i i just started working for you i'm not going to discuss i don't know if i'll be here in six months that's irrelevant to you
1: none your business right
0: none your business but it's an immediate thing that you have to consider and it is stifling
1: that's a good word Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i really appreciated the fact that she was very uh transparent about her nannies i think that's a piece that people leave out of their uh, you can have it all stories Mm -hmm. um and she was like, "I have a nanny. I have many nannies when I travel. There's all the nannies. Like I really appreciated the fact that she talked about that because that's a huge like guilt piece that that mothers have of letting some letting in air quotes letting somebody else raise your kid."
0: Um, right. I just I rolled yeah. hardcore. Yeah. By the way, yeah, I did.
1: Uh, so I I really enjoyed it, and I I went and I looked at her stuff, and it's fucking great. And can we talk about Uber?
0: Oh my god! Wait, I. <laughs> I do want to say real quick, the class, I love how she was very clear to say there is a privilege here. Everyone just needs to accept that it's here, yep. that it's this difficult for me. I'm trying to show you this is how difficult this is and how much this permeates everything I've done in this bubble. It's everywhere and it's worse in other Ooh. bubbles. You She's need like, to pay And I have a ton of money. To, and it's right, still and like it still fucking yeah. sucks. Um, Uber is, like I want to tear my skin off when I... I, I did not know this much of it. I mean, I think we've we probably deleted it about the same time. Oh yeah, when, when yeah. that first
1: major scandal came yeah, out.
0: Yeah, uh, and I and I kind of I wish I hadn't, but you know what? Quite frankly, there's so much going on, you can't look at everything. After that initial situation, and I got rid of it. I kind of turned my head to it. And I feel looked like at I'm not. Else. I'm not giving them my money. There was definitely somebody else is getting my money now, right? And there was definitely another fucking tragedy to pay attention to. Uh, I'm really grossed out.
1: I mean, if for those of you not reading along, uh, she wrote a bunch of profiles on Uber's sexual harassment uh, history, culture, etc., and basically Uber like started sending her de- death threats, and it was really, 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 really ugly. And she details it so. Starkly, Mm -hmm. like she's Mm -hmm. she's like here is what has happened. There's no, it doesn't feel like she's exaggerated. It doesn't feel like she's like I was threatened. She was like here are the words that were said to Mm me. Here is the documentation. Here are the other people that corroborate corroborate it. That's that's the word. And it and and she quotes articles everywhere. We talked about this. She quotes other people's work around it. That it's not just her. Yeah, is great. Jesus fucking Christ, how is that still a company? If if you were giving your money to Uber uh, right now, I, I and you haven't read this book, and even if you don't care about any of the uterus parts, right, which there are many, uh, sure. you should just read her her journal, um, her journal, her journaling <laughs> articles that she's written about this case uh, right. on Pando Daily, right. um, and find out what the fuck is going on with Uber because it's bad. Uh, and incidentally, I posted a picture of of uh of the book saying that we were doing our mini book club and she liked it
0: yes yay what
1: up sarah Lacey? Up, sarah i just assume you're, you're a fan of us now right
0: of course right yeah totally uh very much enjoyed it enjoyed it um emotional highs and lows incredible emotional highs and lows um the uber stuff was just g- gross but i don't know that it was unfortunately any really any more gross than anything else uh related to that, that that kind of just the things that were happening in the industry and the things that happened across all industries. I feel like uh, the through line is a, a, a very simple look at the patriarchy and how things have been negotiated to be the way they are on purpose and how difficult everything is. I feel like that's the through line. The uterus part and the motherhood part is a byproduct of that being the system we live in. I feel like she's really talking about the system. At least that's how I took it. And then being a mother. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah.
1: Cause, cause it's interesting how she connected, not just, she's not just telling a story of, of being a mother. She, she was so inclusive.
0: Mm-hmm. She's like,
1: this is about women everywhere. Mm-hmm. Like, Yes. I happen to have the kids and they're doing these things in my life. But like, this is about we, the, we, the sisterhood.
0: Right. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. But. Nice. Thumbs up. Very big thumbs up. Uh, did you have any specific uh, th- things that were said that made you go, <gasps> like a thing you read that actually made you gasp? I feel like I had a few.
1: I mean, when she talks about getting up at like <laughs> 2 a.m. to write, um, that hurt my heart because I think about what I'm doing at 2 a.m. with my kids. Kid. Uh, and And it's mostly desperately wishing I was asleep. It's not being productive. And the transition to when she's trying to like disc- decide, should she go back to work for TechCrunch and write for them? And, and somebody said to her, "I don't care about that writing. I want to see your writing. I want to see Pando and blah blah. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh. oh, to have to make that choice. Mm-hmm. And this is the thing I can do that'll pay the bills, or this is like the blood, sweat, and tears that I care about mm-hmm. and that like scramble of finding, finding the advertisers and am I hitting the KPIs? And like, it like gave me the business sweats.
0: Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> I, I read that part thinking it was going to give you the business sweats.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, there, there was a lot of, uh, anxiety in, in reading this. I am for me, it was a lot of the business stuff. um, for me, it was the the business stuff and her description of the day after the 2016 election and with her children. I think those those parts hit me the hardest because I really I don't know, I'm, I'm sure I've seen uh, blurbs of stories since since then of people talking about how they had to explain Trump to their kids. And it I'm sure I've seen it. This is for some reason, it was a probably a much shorter story than i've I've read, and was just very, and very poignant recent, yeah, yeah,
1: because we forget that he's been I mean it feels like a hundred years, but it also feels like five seconds. He's been the president for almost right. four years.
0: I wonder how much of that actually has to do with my like inability to maintain a concept of time <laughs> seriously i mean it is it is just a cycle of constant. Shit. I mean, it's almost like waking up somewhere living somewhere where it's like dark six months. Like every day is so gloomy.
1: <laughs> Trump is basically the Arctic Circle. Yes. I like it. I like it. So upsetting. Um, I'm uh, I'm super into the mini book club. I think we should maybe do this like maybe every like two episodes or ever you know, like yeah, I, I, I think I think it's mm-hmm. a good
0: one. Yeah. I think it's a good one and it'll keep me reading.
1: Yeah, and I yeah. I had a yeah. I had a great idea and i wrote it down and i didn't write it down here but i wrote it down somewhere damn it it's okay no no i have it written down
0: okay it's it's definitely written down it's definitely out there uh are you a post-it are you a post-it person yes oh good good. i feel like i haven't seen many post-its you might just be neater with your post-its
1: well we're also at your house well, that. Well, I mean, I've been to your house
0: before, though, and I feel like I would. I remember if there's like a post it on the wall, I'd be like bitch uses post its, but It'd like be I weird don't remember. i just like
1: post it all
0: over your house, right? right? Oh, that one's from Noodle. <laughs> that one's got a message from Doodle. Um I did. I highlighted a bunch of stuff in this book, um, and I don't know why I highlighted it. I, I feel like I thought it was for us, but then I kept doing it towards the end, and I think I maybe just highlighted things as I was reading it that I was like. Yeah.
1: Mm. <laughs> give me, give me a good highlight. I oh,
0: oh, I also loved her uh, looking at other countries and their their society, their setup, and the oh my! You guys have, you guys should really let's just move to Iceland. I can read this book. Just, just move read to Iceland book.
1: and be done with just it. Just read the
0: book; it's amazing. We all should all go to um, Hold on, oh, I'm going to do this one. Oh, this is let's let's see, let's see what this one is. Mm, hold on, open. You guys, I'm, I'm. I haven't used the nook in a long time. <laughs> I'm. He, I'm here. Uh, oh, this is actually uh, discussing. I think this is in regards to Iceland. It is in regards to Iceland, and they're talking about. She's talking about how things are um, very different there, in the fact that uh, statistically speaking, there are many single parents, uh, single mothers that have what we would consider a you know a joint custody a 50/50 custody situation with the father but the marriage late r- marriage rate is much lower and uh shifted by age group it's much uh, people tend to get married much older in iceland and uh, uh let's see uh one of the most extreme stories i heard was of a woman who had a one night stand Got pregnant and didn't even consider having an abortion. No one in her family or friend group pressured her. Uh, I'm paraphrasing slightly. She never wound up dating the dad, but to this day they have a 50 50 co parent relationship and the child goes back and forth, et cetera. This is what I I actually highlighted. Wait, it was just something that happened in a society where, you know, people have sex. Like, (laughs) that's just every day and that's like how things are and that's like how they function. And I was just kind of fascinated.
1: Because, I mean, you have to take one second and think about every single one-night stand you ever had and been like,
0: oh, gosh, would he have been a good parent? Just, whoa. Yep. I just, the, the fact that it's it's so statistically high that that happens, that yeah. a one-night stand and 15 years later, one is at graduation with their girlfriend and they're still totally both taking care of this child and it's nobody. That is not a thing that happens in America <laughs> not at all not not at all so I thought that was fascinating um but yeah just just the look at culturally and demographically and, and all of these dis- disparities um and women and the things that they can do Yep. I accidentally picked this book just before a very busy season at work and it has been very intense to read about this kind of uh, business stuff. Well, it's happening to well, you it's happening. And like, I'm, I just, I need, I need like a picture book.
1: So then maybe the book that I wrote down was not a good idea. Well, oh,
0: do you remember it? What was it? You just no, remember it being intense? Sh- I'm sure it was intense. No, that can be the
1: next oh, one. you know what it is? It's uh, it's the one, it it's the book about a sexual assault case.
0: Oh, for crying out loud. Yeah. We I are think it's serious, called, like, serious ladies. She
1: said, something like that. It just like recently came out. Oh, that I don't. i think. Of, I'll, I'll think of one. Yeah. yeah. No.
0: We'll we'll do a, a chiller book, and then we'll do another like Think About the World book. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's. We'll,
1: we'll think of a. a, a oh, maybe like a Mindy Kaling book.
0: Her stuff is fun. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, her stuff. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> All right. Now we're talking about Halloween stuff. Halloween. We're gonna talk about Halloween stories.
1: Um, we're gonna go from real life scary to to Halloween
0: scary. Halloween scary, which is. um are really really kind of our one of our favorite times of year. Woo! Right? We have a good time in Halloween.
1: I think in very different ways.
0: Oh, possibly. Because
1: I don't like scary stuff. I, I like, like scary. I like dress up. You like dress up,
0: which is I do right. I do like the permission for dress up.
1: Yeah. You're right. <laughs> I can wear a bag. Damn well, please. Uh <laughs> I like we'll we'll get more into it later, but I like the spoopy, whereas right.
0: uh, you all like the gory. I do like the gory. I do like, I do like the gory. That is true. I was very serious about this year. I would like to be bloody, which we've done, which we've worked into a group situation. I'm not going to say it, though.
1: Uh, you know what? I could, because You, you, know, you was, can't, like, not say it. because. It, so what's our theme for costumes this year, So Candy? this
0: year our theme is, which is uh, 100% due to the, to Josh and Jen, uh, is uh, Stephen King. thing. Ding. I just I'm gonna I'm gonna say it every time. I
1: as, as well you every should. time
0: it happens. Uh, yeah, so we are all being different Stephen King characters.
1: Ding. Son of a bitch. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's two. That
1: puts us at five. <sighs> um but this this bit, it will all roll into one now that we've said it twice. Uh, right, what right. what characters are you being?
0: Uh, I am going to be Victor Pascal from Pet Cemetery, which is the uh, who is the ghost? With the the brain, the The college student who dies early in the movie and then haunts him and and shows him to the pet cemetery. Uh, So I've got some bloody brain this year. I'm pretty stoked by.
1: Nice. Um, Myself and and Mike are going to be Roland and the Man in Black. Um, because I always want to be a cowboy, and I'm sure we'll talk about that when we talk about costumes. I always want to be a cowboy, and I always want to be specific cowboys, not just like generic Brando cowboy, cowboy yeah, right? No, so uh, so Roland, um, who oh is this
0: counts because we both just mentioned characters, right?
1: Okay, you know what? We'll just we'll just we'll count it as one.
0: I think we're both winners. I think
1: ding ding six, um, <laughs> because uh, he's he's such a good cowboy. He's not bloody. Um, but he is missing a bunch of fingers, so I'm going to wrap up some fingers. But yeah. mostly I stand around being stoic and giving people the glare. About, Do the right thing no matter the cost. <laughs> I have a very specific moral code. Hmm. Is your mother doing a themed costume? She will be in costume, but my mother likes a surprise. I have oh, no idea. I appreciate that. She could be anybody. Uh, <laughs> she's, she's always she's quite pleased with her costume. Um, Should we guess? I mean, you, you guess. I I don't know if it is oh. character themed oh. to the theme, but I know it is definitely themed to something.
0: I hope it's character themed, and I hope she's fucking. Uh, what's her face from The Shining? I hope she's um, Wendy. Yeah, she could be. <laughs> she totally should be <laughs>
1: Teresa. Uh, I know you're listening. I this know it's the listening. second time I've I've announced that you're listening.
0: Who are you going to be for Halloween, I know. Mom? I'm, Tell I'm us. like real excited now. I'm like yeah. very no stoked. pressure, and this no is pressure. coming out post party. Yeah, so, so. Uh, we will we'll have maybe we'll have pictures. Right, so
1: like watch Candy's face and see if oh she's excited God. or if she's like mwah no, mwah mwah. Yeah, no, really excited. pay attention because right. she will
0: not be able to hide her <laughs> show. Um We are also in our group. We have Carrie. Yes. Oh my God,
1: it's um, gonna be so good.
0: We have Jordy Verrill from Creep Show.
1: So can we talk about Creep Show? We
0: can't talk about Creep
1: so I'm just I'm gonna ding on Creep Show because because yeah, yeah. this is but like a whole one. a whole piece that's Creep Show um, because you have a Creep Show tattoo. I do
0: you have a Creep Show that I think you should talk to us about? I have two Stephen King tattoos. One is Creep Show. Maybe three. Three? No shit. I'm straight up thinking about it. Um,
1: <laughs> you, the, the, you can uh, see her counting cre- through her back. I am.
0: Uh, I try to do it from head to toe usually because that helps.
1: I just I mean, for yeah. the record, how yeah. many tattoos do you have?
0: I'm going to say 15. <laughs> that sounds...
1: <laughs> I mean, at some point, I just... I, can't take, the, right. I, I yeah. can't
0: take the moment to count. Hold on. Wait. One, two, three. Wait. 10. 11, 12, 13, 14, 15.
1: 16,
0: 17, 16, your
1: fingers. 17, 18. 18. Mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. missed
0: three. I'd say that's th- pretty th- fucking awesome I think, that I only missed three. I
1: think three is a lot tiny, of tattoos to
0: miss. Tiny, um, tiny so, little fuckers. So I have uh, the, um, my favorite creep show is, vignette, I guess, is uh, Father's Day. So I have the, the Father's Day zombie with the daughters, with Bedelia's head on a plate with the, the cake and the candles. Adorable. Thank you. It is adorable. It is, well, my mom doesn't think it's adorable. <laughs> Your Vanessa. tattoos aren't even pretty. Vanessa, <laughs> it's
1: adorable. <laughs>
0: Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, the other tattoo I have of dude, uh, by dude, I'm trying not to say it. There's no point. Um, no, no, this is, is all, this
1: is all part of the same. This is not a separate reference.
0: Since we're talking about the ta- yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, the other, I also have a uh, sleepwalkers tattoo, which is also one of my top ten. Favorite. You have a third one, don't
1: you? Have a gauge?
0: No, no. But my third one isn't actually. I have a thirteen on my ankle, but I asked for. I, it's in the creep show lettering.
1: Ah, I don't know that really so It's counts. like thirteen. It's, a it's like
0: two point five. Two point five. Yeah. That's it.
1: I thought you had the the better off the better dead one, the cat.
0: No. No. This. Oh, hold on. Here hold there this. There. Is that that a- is sleepwalkers. That oh, is sleepwalkers. Okay, that is the sleepwalkers. Yes. Right. Okay, so I, I was this like, is the sleepwalkers. Listen, there's a fucking cat involved. I did not right? make this up. <laughs> yes.
1: There's more than one that cat. Is. Like I don't know how many pet cemetery tattoos you have.
0: I well, can you believe I don't have a pet cemetery I'm tattoo. Shocked. Isn't that weird? I know. Uh we did a we did a
1: read along for pet cemetery, which I got very upset about. It was good.
0: It was, <laughs> good. <laughs> it was very yeah. upsetting. Very upsetting.
1: Um, So, yeah,
0: so we're big Stephen King fans right here. Yes, yes. And Creepshow, I'm I'm super stoked because when it turned out our costumes, um, we're going to be Stephen King related. Uh, Dustin's mom loves the Geordie Verrill vignette. That's the one with the meteor that is then all the plants grow and the moss and it grows all over the guy and and he is just plants. Uh, (laughs) He's just, he's he's made of plants. And uh, he lives by himself, you know, kind of out in the middle of nowhere, like in a barn and he calls himself by his full name and he he, he says Joy Merrill, you lunkhead." Aww. So that's and that's like one of her favorite things. So this uh, the second we found out it was Stephen King, he was he in was for joy. Yeah. You know, I I don't
1: know that I've read Creepshow.
0: It's only it's only be, a movie. I
1: say I don't mm-hmm. think it is. That's exists. why you yeah. didn't see it. It's yeah. only a
0: movie. But you can see it. I will tell you that it is a it is a noodle safe. Ooh, horror a movie. It's a effect. campy. It's campy. It's, you it you might be like eo gross, but <laughs> nothing beyond eo gross. No. I feel that way. Anyway. Like it's obviously not a real head that's being been ripped off, and now has frosting and candles on it. Like it's it's good. Weird. I mean, it's it's good. Yeah. It's right. really well, good.
1: I will I will put it on my mm-hmm, to watch mm-hmm. someday with other people. Yeah, my yeah. hand. It's maybe little, just like in the background.
0: It's a uh, uh, Tales from the Crypty. Yeah, I didn't watch that either. I you know, but it's not, <laughs> that's not too scary. I, I mean, that yeah. was on that was on like Fox <laughs> at some point. That was that's where the reruns went. <laughs> Y'all are very talented very tolerant of me. Okay, let's do. Oh wait, there's pictures on the bed. I I was looking pictures. through pictures recently. Are these
1: pictures of our past? Halloweens? These are I,
0: well, mostly my Halloween's. That yeah. one was just on top, though.
1: <laughs> well, it's our past Halloween. The
0: outtake from last year. Um, I was in pictures for a different reason, and I pulled some of these because I just thought they were fun. Um, because we were going to talk about some costume.
1: Yes. Stuff. Um, Do we want to do costumes? Yes. Uh, What was your favorite costume that you have ever been in your whole life?
0: I actually now think that it is um, Dean Prophet. Believe it or not. I think that was my favorite costume. I think Kurt Russell's was my favorite costume. That I've ever done
1: I mean, that was a very, very good thing That we Mm -hmm. pulled together It was
0: a very, very good thing It was was a good thing That
1: was a good time Mm -hmm. um, I did enjoy the Kurt Russells
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, what's yours?
1: Well, you know, I said I'm always a cowboy Mm -hmm. So I felt really, 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 really good About the year that um, In college, my friend and I uh, Megan, Megan in in the off chance That you're listening, what's up? (laughs) We were Smith and Wesson we oh, were just right, like any right. Cowboys. We were Smith and Wesson. We might have um, talked about that. Which really, we just like ironed on the names uh-huh, to, the, uh-huh. to the shirt. And that was really cute. Which um, is s- it was hilarious. Perfect. Um, but actually, I think that my favorite costume was just a couple of years ago. It was it was probably right when we became friends. The year that uh, Mike and myself and Kira and Tim and like super randomly Kyle. Kyle, in case you're listening, what's up? How's North Carolina? Um we did Street Fighters. Yeah, that was, there yes, was that random the, guy that yeah. I didn't know. Yep, well, that and Kyle. that was
0: new. That was yeah. yeah. I used that picture last year. I, as, it's, a, it's a great, yeah, it's a yeah. great. So
1: I was Cammy, um, and I'm never sexy on Halloween, and I was sexy on Halloween. You were. It was a going? big oh, yeah. deal. That was. And it was a big deal. A
0: great costume. Yeah, I'm,
1: I'm always a boy, and I'm always like a scruff muffin. Scruff <laughs> <laughs> muffin. Like literally, I was I was Kurt Cobain one year, and I was just fucking gross. Um, oh, so. Yeah, I I really I liked that costume a lot.
0: That was good. You know, that was a good costume year for me too. I'm gonna say that's that's definitely in my top five. That was holy the, shit, cause you
1: were that painted uh, yeah comic, the, like, book comic zombie. zombie yeah, yeah that which was I fun. I can't believe you pulled together with like the kapows, and you did it in like an hour.
0: Well, um, here fingers crossed that maintains, cause that's basically how I'm attacking the cakes for the party.
1: <laughs> well, it's gonna look. I'm great. just
0: doing it. it I'm just. Doing it.
1: we're gonna have to find a picture of that because you happens. just looked amazing oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I think can. there's actually a picture of us together on that
0: there is somewhere. i think i used yeah. it last year for the uh stay tuned graphic. yeah yeah, yeah. that's a good one because we're chatting
1: i like it i like it mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and we were mm-hmm. madonna's last year and that was a lot of fun, that was fun. we were all sorts of madonna's
0: Many Madonnas.
1: Uh, many, many Madonnas. These are very uh-huh, cute. There's one uh-huh. where you're a bee
0: with a bunch of other bees. That is, we were killer bees. We had of bandoleros oh, and yeah, yeah, our yeah. stingers had blood on them. That's cute. Mm-hmm. I made the stingers. You're
1: adorable. Of course you did. <laughs> yeah, guys, if uh, if you ever want to feel bad about yourself in life, make friends with real crafty people. No,
0: no. Make friends with real crafty people. I just people. buy
1: things and it's fine. But it also means
0: that there's always someone to make the shit.
1: Yes, that's true. You know, that that does it's
0: always that does help. Like, there's all. always the the one parent in oh, the couple of parents in like the dance troupe moms or you know dance troupe parents, not just moms, um, who like knows how to sew on sequins. You Thank know, goodness. that's the one who just takes home all the socks.
1: What has been your favorite scary costume that you've ever
0: been? I think. Wow. I think part of this is because there's a a period of time. Where I don't necessarily remember my costumes because I was just too drunk. So that's that is scary. There's pictures somewhere. (laughs) Um, I I, quite frankly, I find my uh, I thought my Jesus costume was scary. No, it wasn't. It wasn't like zombie Jesus. Uh, Regular. It was just regular Jesus. Um, I think the year that we did my splicer oh my god that's right I was a splicer from Bioshock and that was you know what Yikes! my mask fucking great I made a great cat mask blood on it and all my little uh, scrapes and scratches and prosthetics looked fantastic that was the year we did. I did that and then just the like slit throat because we went out two nights and I'm an asshole oh, I don't
1: think that makes you an
0: asshole I no? think it makes okay. you creative and interesting thank you uh yeah i enjoyed that costume i'm really happy i did it and i just so happened to have a dress so it was real i like tore my shit up just bought some masky stuff and that was it Mm -hmm. scary and affordable nice yeah
1: (laughs) i have never been something scary for Halloween. i have always you know i'm i'm of the spoopy but not even spoopy um, I just dress up like a boy for things.
0: Oh, you could be a cute bat.
1: Yeah, oh, sure. I mean,
0: Ooh. I could be adorable. We could all be flying things one year. Yeah, you know,
1: we, we could have themes forever. <laughs> uh-huh. Thematic uh-huh. thematic, forever. <laughs> just themes, thematics I, forever. I lost, I lost the word. Um, so, uh, in, a, in a similar kind of evolution mm-hmm. of things that are cute and things that are not, when you were a kid, what was the scariest book that you ever read in in like a Halloweeny type universe.
0: Mm-hmm. Um in a Halloween, yeah. That's a lot of noise, right? Sounds like I'm chewing gum. I'm not. I'm not at all. I want to say that it is was the Fear Street book that had, but it wasn't like the prom oh maybe it was the prom date. Oh my God, I think I have it. Uh the cover of the book is a like a Prom queen, but she's looking in a mirror, and her reflection is a skeleton, Ooh.
1: and that is
0: like totally scares me. So yeah. that's oh, yeah, interesting.
1: That's yeah. a good one. Mm-hmm. Thanks. How about you? Uh, I don't know that I started to read really scary things until I was older, mm-hmm. um, but like the goosebumps, like I'm not gonna lie, all those goosebumps mm-hmm. scare the crap out of me. Like. <laughs> are you afraid of the dark like whatever whatever oh, like I love that uh, show. more scary tales more more scary tales like i just couldn't fucking deal with them mm. but the one that really really stuck with me was the lottery um which the stephen king no well i'm gonna ding that one Daddy, but no it's Daddy shirley that. jackson that's just like a bonus oh i
0: think i'm thinking of the long walk which i love which is in the bachman books does that count for like 17 dings shit Yes, uh,
1: but that uh, that does put us at nine. So we're all gonna win.
0: So everybody's <laughs> yeah. a winner. Uh, the
1: um, yeah, the the lottery by Shirley Jackson, much um, Teresa, who features very heavily in this episode. Right? Uh, read to me as a child uh, stuck with me forever, and I still get the heebie-jeebies about it now.
0: Heebie-jeebies, nice. Yeah, it's real just, nice. It
1: just absolutely gives me the. That-
0: I have a <laughs> what the fuck, lady. What the fu- Relax yourself. Um, I'm sorry. I have a costume follow-up. Oh, and sure. I it's I'm, don't know why I didn't think of this before. Um, what is a costume that you've never been? They'd really like to. We might have I might have straight up asked you this last year on our Halloween I'll episode. Their own.
1: I would like to be a Rockford Peach.
0: That is so funny. I mean, I just sold a Rockford Peach costume. If that it one was would
1: not have fit me.
0: Wait <laughs> that one I, I hope the person who bought it on Depop, it fits and things are perfect because I feel like three people tried that costume on and it was a disaster area. Yeah. yeah. Disaster area.
1: Uh, but a hundred percent. That is my immediate yes. every year. That's I'm like, answer. ooh, I could I could do that. And mm-hmm. I could, mm-hmm. but I, just, I haven't. And yourself? Right.
0: Elvira. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You could totally pull that off. It's the wig. I need the wig. I need I do. I need so many mannequin hats. Anyway.
1: That's I think that's a great that's a great question. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry that I transitioned no. into books.
0: No, no. <laughs> Sorry that I can't keep my brain thoughts all in some sort oh, of order for writing things down and asking questions
1: so what was your the scariest movie then that you ever saw that you saw as a kid
0: i have I really think that I know I saw scary movies before this. I started watching scary movies from a very very young age um, but it's got to be pet cemetery I mean pet mm-hmm. cemetery has to be the first one that's actually skip book and, I mean, really grown up book, I guess. Um, that just scared the crap out of me. That's fair. But I couldn't stop watching. Yeah,
1: that. no, of course not. You got to right. find out what happens. I
0: don't know what happens.
1: Uh, hilariously, it was Stand By Me. Also, a Stephen King, based on the body.
0: Interesting. Yeah, that gets a ding. ding. Uh,
1: because the body. I mean, it was great. It was great, and I had no mm-hmm. idea they were going to actually find the body, and there it was, and it was blue, and I was like, "Out!"
0: Wait, the scariest part of that movie—it was totally the leeches for me.
1: Oh yeah, oh that's oh, a good one too. Yeah, that—that yeah, that was a very, that was very scary. Mm-hmm. Um, everything, uh, and then embarrassingly enough, the Princess Bride, because screen- it was the ss No, it was the screaming eels. Oh, the screaming! Fair. E- I fair. did not know until. Like, I was like 24 that it wasn't a scary movie. Like, I just, I thought it was a scary movie. And I was like, why do people love this movie? So much? Crazy. what the fuck is wrong with you? And then I saw it and I was like, oh, well, that was just um, one isolated second that, like, imprinted in you. your brain. Yeah. Which I
0: think uh, happened to a lot of people. The scene in Wizard of Oz 2... The scene, the hallway with all the heads. I have not seen Wizard Oh, you Bros. should too. not see that movie. You shouldn't. No. With a Balk, no. young Feruza Balk. No, you do not no, need I'm to good. see that film. You're fine. I mean,
1: let's be honest. I haven't even seen Wicked, just in case.
0: I haven't seen Wicked because I'm conflicted. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, you should. No, nah, you don't need to see that movie. But yeah, no, that, that scene stuck with... Actually, head scenes in general, that sounded... Not like what I meant right, for it No, I know, I know
1: what you meant. which is right. funny since you have a, a dismembered head tattooed on you. Oh my god, that is funny, huh? <laughs> <laughs>
0: huh. Cheaper than therapy. Um,
1: what does yeah, that wait, say about you? Right?
0: There's a movie, I think it was called Head of the Class, and it was some crappy, I think. A horror film, and there's a scene. I don't know if this actually, or maybe it's someone's dreaming in a different movie. All I know is there's a scene where it could be Christopher Lloyd, and there he's a dismember. He's a just a head, and like he and someone has to hold his head. He's a teacher, and like it's the kid. I don't know what's going on, but that stuck with me throughout the like my childhood, my entire childhood. I just I caught this at probably middle of the night, sneaking downstairs to watch cable. <laughs> that'll teach you <laughs> that'll fucking teach you yeah and i uh like i think i used to have actually have nightmares about it at one point so Eesh. like heads heads for candy heads for candy Head good for candy. to know good to know what I about mean. those
1: same <laughs> things as an adult what is the scariest book that you've read as a grown-up
0: i i probably said it before house of leaves is the last thing i read that gave me the heebie-jeebies it gave me the willies, hardcore, hardcore willies, for a long time after reading it. Interesting. Uh huh. Uh huh. I want to ask you, but I don't know. I I I did not
1: care for that book. I know. No, uh, I know right. you did not care. The for that the book, fifty yeah. blank pages in the middle. I was
0: like, nope. It was. I think for, that was just jar I was so into it that that kind of stuff was so jarring to my eyeballs. <gasps> <gasps> <laughs> I was like, "Where are the words?" Is this a miss? Oh, I'm sure. I know. I'm not. I'm sure. I know. At some point, I was like, "What is wrong with <laughs> I, this book?" like I, Me and everybody else. And I then, thought that
1: I had gotten a misprinted version. Oh, I'm
0: sure everybody did, and we didn't want to tell each other because it's like I'm stupid. I'm not going to tell someone that I didn't get it. None <laughs> no, of us got I it for like, a solid three pages. None like, of us knew Who what was happening. Is
1: the fucking editor of this, they should Which, be fired.
0: Kudos to us though. We're yeah. the kind of people that <laughs> don't necessarily flip through the book,
1: right? No, because we. No, you would know.
0: Yeah. Ever. Like, oh, <laughs> obviously, this book is weird. Cool. I'm going to buy it. No, nah, I was totally surprised.
1: Yeah, no, I thought it was just like a story. It was uh-huh, not. Uh-huh. Um, Twisty. Scariest book that I have read as an adult is uh, Misery. Misery mm. for sure. Mm.
0: Uh, I I've remember. have never read Misery.
1: Dang. I remember my dad <laughs> reading it and being so freaked out by it that he had to come, and even though it was like after, like it was like nighttime and I was asleep, he had to, like, sit in the corner of my room and be like, I'm not alone, I'm not alone, I'm not alone, I'm not alone. I was, like, six. I'm not alone, I'm not alone. Oh like, hey, Dad. Hey, can you? I I'm just totally, to like, revealed this terribly shameful secret. He, he was he was so upset by the book that, like, he oh couldn't be alone, and he was like, my small child will protect me. I, I don't know that I would have. Um, Do you want to put the book in the
0: freezer? Right, okay, it's
1: freezer. 100% um but yeah, know it it's it very much upset me as an adult and i was like oh no i get it i totally get what he was doing
0: right really i get you freaking you know out what?
1: like where's my cat because mm-hmm. you need to come and sit yes. next to me cat yeah.
0: See, yeah we'll save you from everything unless mm-hmm. it's eating your soul happily oh which is a cat's eye reference ah. which is not
1: a theme. is i haven't actually i haven't read that one it's
0: one of the movies oh,
1: damn it
0: i don't believe that's that's in print i think that's movie only
1: that's so funny
0: I was a blockbuster kid. Yeah, well,
1: clearly. Big time. This
0: box is cool. I'm taking this one and this one. I get two. This is what I want. (laughs) You don't even know what it's about. I don't care. The box is cool. I'm in. It's scary. Are you sure? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I want my popcorn. Let's go. Uh,
1: Scariest movie that you've seen as an adult?
0: (sighs) Well, I don't know if it's the absolute scariest one because I don't typically get scared by movies. Now that being said, having lived alone as an adult for four years, I learned that my creative imagination works still and I will scare the shit out of myself. Uh but typically movies <laughs> movies don't do I, I'm a jumper. I will get surprised but I don't really get super scared. However, we recently watched the trailer for uh The Haunting in Connecticut which I loved and definitely made me jump more than any movie I'd seen in a really long time. The trailer. Well, no, the movie itself, What we oh, just came across it. it. He hasn't seen it. Got so it. I just was thinking about this movie. And okay. I actually think that that's
1: okay. really scared the
0: crap. It was a good movie. Quote, unquote, scared the crap. Uh,
1: I'm going to use the word adult loosely here and, and talk about a movie in mean, high yeah. school. Oh, I mean, adult loosely. The Blair Witch Project. Because I don't see scary movies. Right. I don't watch them in the theater. I don't watch them in the house. I do not like them at all, Sam. Then
0: no, I, I, yeah. I'm certainly not yeah. watching them with like a mouse. Right. No, or any there's, sort there's of no
1: no exposure anywhere. Yeah. I mean, which is funny because I saw it. I'm gonna ding myself on that, and it mm-hmm. didn't scare me because I care very deeply. About that book, and uh, so I felt obligated to watch the movie. Right. Whatever, I haven't seen the second one yet. I'm bummed, but whatever. That that's neither here nor there. But the Blair Witch Project uh, really, deeply, deeply frightened me. Uh, I saw it in high school with a bunch of friends, including my high school boyfriend, which I'm pretty sure is why I was there. He was like, "Don't worry, I'll protect you." He did not. Uh, he, I had to. I had to run from his car to my house. Um, can he myself? walk you
0: into the house. You know why? Because he didn't want to back to Ray, the car by himself. So
1: so I was real scared. And I get to my house and I turned on all the lights in the house and I turned on all the radios and I stood in the middle of the room because I was like, if I'm in the middle, nobody can sneak up on me. But the radio was too loud and I was like turning around. And my mm-hmm. dad came home hmm. and like, surprise man, I almost peed myself at 17. Uh, literally almost peed myself at 17, uh, unapologetically. Uh, scariest movie I've ever seen mm-hmm. and we'll never, ever, ever will see, even though I knew it wasn't real. Because by the time we saw it, like, the MTV Movie Awards had already happened. And they were on the MTV Movie Awards. And they were like, hey, guys, it's fine. I'm not dead. Still scared the Mm -hmm, shit out of me. Like, mm -hmm. absolutely just devastated.
0: I don't know that we have any listeners that are too young to know anything about the Blair Witch Project. But it was, like, the first, this is a found footage Scary uh, uh, situation film. It was totally presented as it was uh, as if it had really happened.
1: Like it, it was a mockumentary before mockumentaries were a thing,
0: right? And it was present but I mean, yeah. it was War of the Worlds. He presented yeah. to the point oh. where I mean, people were losing their shit. Nothing had been done like that before. Mm-hmm. Holding the camera, uh, the self recording that had never been done, and it was really, really scary. It was. Effective. I mean, people who were yeah. our horror fans were like. Yeah thrown off because it was not a kind of fear I think that people have really
1: experienced in a group like that it wasn't jump fear
0: it wasn't suspense per per se
1: it was empathy fear
0: and and uh surreal it's like the universe is wrong the Mm. whole time you're watching it you feel off
1: right because you're thinking well that looks terrible like that who who would have who would have paid money to make that you you know, ha- this, right, yeah, right. It has, has to, to have be real happened, because right. it's so like the low budget.
0: Um, yeah, that that really deeply, mm-hmm. deeply, deeply. You deeply can't you, you can't really make those, I don't think anymore. No. Uh, so th- 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 we just discussed a nice moment in uh, horror movie history.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah there you go. I was I'm I'm proud to be a part of horror movie right? history. That's the only part of horror movie history. that I was a
0: great conversation. even remotely mm-hmm.
1: a part of. Yeah.
0: I totally have a clipboard, guys. Also, just want to make sure everyone's aware that I am using a clipboard. I want to talk about creepy stories we heard growing up and, and stories that stuck with us.
1: I mean it was always the 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 truck behind you flashing their lights and you think the truck's gonna oh, kill you. you are but totally actually gonna be murdered. but actually it's the guy with the hook hand who you find the hook on and your he's passenger. Hanging, Yeah, That's that's the one. Especially when you first start driving. Oh and my like God. somebody's got their brights on behind you and you're like, I'm gonna die, I'm gonna die, I'm gonna this die, I'm gonna die, I'm gonna die. <laughs> you know, I lived I grew up in like the backwoods. You know, it's, I mean, technically Peekskill is the city of Peekskill, but like I I grew up in the boonies and there was a lot of scary woods everywhere. My mom lived uh, right next to a quarry. And so, of course, there were dead bodies in the quarry, of course. And so if you're out at night and, you know,
0: that's when they were like like stop and (laughs) get stuck on the edge. Yeah. And it was
1: definitely a like bonfire in the woods with your friends, drinking beer, telling each other horrifying things that, of course, you all believe because it happened to my sister's cousin's friend.
0: Right. And my sister doesn't right. lie. Yeah, right? Yeah.
1: Except it's my sister's cousin. That means it's my cousin. But you know what I mean? My mm-hmm. cousin's mm-hmm. friend's sister, right. whatever. And it was always those sort of stories that like, they saw the thing or the thing happened to them. And they were always horrific. Mm-hmm. And the kid went missing. And they found them later dismembered. Like, right. Gory and terrible. And nobody ever spares you that. Nobody's like, oh, shh. We'll just like tell a cleaner version. Mm-hmm. No, it was like, and the blood was everywhere. And they found their right. guts upside down. Like, what and who knows maybe some of those things happened, but um they all certainly happened in small towns
0: oh absolutely and it was
1: somebody that you knew ish mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and they were always always upsetting right
0: we we had we had a lot of woods uh, not like you your woods you were like lived in the woods <laughs> <laughs> i like i feel like i mean you lived in uh i had like it was in just um kind of away from bigger suburban areas enough to where there was a whole bunch of undeveloped stuff. So highways with lots of like empty land around it, which led to woods. Um, I actually had woods right across the street and there was always somebody in the woods, always. You weren't allowed to go in the woods because there's they're teeming with people who are going to steal children. Teeming. teeming. <laughs> they're just horrible horrible bad bad people that are out there and they're going to slice your eyes open or they're going to do something horrible like why? Why, i actually why just came eyes? up with that right now they always i know but the it's the eyes the slice is something that i didn't uh specifically was not a part of my childhood Nikki. i think it's because i re- i just watched um reanimator the other night no, and so it. i'm thinking of scalpels i think is what it is slice is where i got that i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> the face i'm so sorry yeah. i am mostly so so sorry uh yeah i didn't i don't think i had stories um i didn't really have that like bonfirey tell scary stories i think i missed that as a kid i was only a brownie for a short period of time so i didn't do like that kind of campfirey stuff and i did day camp not a camp so i never really got that kind of situation i mean when you get older and you're in high school and the boys are just trying to scare the girls i'm not sure someone told stupid bullshit but none of it's done much That's, like
1: everything else that comes out of the
0: boy's mouth yeah <laughs> stupid
1: uh, bullshit that doesn't stick
0: and that, you know i'm sure part of it's not to ruin the movie right no 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 i'm sure part of it's also because i was like also a ball of hormones and like can we just go make out what the fuck he's talking he's talking because everyone's li- that's what i was thinking probably while these right, stories are being right. told are you he's done because everyone's paying attention and everyone's like laughing can we just go like make out <laughs> what's <laughs> the, the f- problem fuck i not here for your stories guys <laughs> I'm Here for your lips yep
1: your wax covered lips. Uh-huh.
0: Fifteen year old candy wants your fucking lips <laughs> and whatever candy you stole from your little sibling who just went trick or treating. You know,
1: I always want trick or treating unapologetically mm-hmm. until. Yeah, I'm gonna go this year. Uh, now that I have the kid, I'm gonna go oh, trick or treating again. We're all really excited. I mean, I really, want really, really. <laughs> we're rolling
0: sixty. We're
1: like, hey, can we just 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 pass uh-huh, the full size uh-huh. Milky Ways this way,
0: baby posse? Um, that's us.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm pretty excited about it. Oh my god, yeah. I think it's important. Can I have um, the
0: skittles? Yes. <laughs> can, I, can I have the gelatin for right, candy? Right, because those, right,
1: yeah, you can have all the non chocolates, so that's fine. Um, yeah, I, uh, I always, always went trick or treating. And so when I was older to be trick or treating, like on my own ish, mm-hmm. I was scared the whole time. Because it's windy and it's cold and there's crunchy leaves and It's dark. And it's dark.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think I was 14. 13 or 14 was my last. Trick or treating. I think maybe thirteen was my last official trick or treating, like right dressed up mm-hmm. properly, and fourteen was you went out egging. You know, I oh, I've egged a few times, never on Halloween. <laughs> just
1: just <laughs> retribution egging. For,
0: yeah, first of all, you got to do it in January in Chicago because I want to ruin the paint on your car. That's the point. There's
1: something wrong with your candy. Uh-huh,
0: I know. I I
1: egg hardcore. <laughs> oh my god! Don't get on candy. It's
0: only over. real shit egging. This trick crap.
1: So when you were younger, mm-hmm. if you, you said that you had always been watching scary movies, would you say that you went through a spoopy phase? Did you do cute scary or were you always like full gore? So we, 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 before you answer that, I'm going to just mention what spoopy is. Yes. That kind of a cutesy scary, like, you know, the littlest witch and mm-hmm. like adorable things with little things right like
0: tiny little fuzzy spiders with little uh, orange witch hats on yeah yeah like
1: that's that's kind of yeah. the idea of spoopy where it's it's cute uh most it, target lines yeah, it's like Halloween. like rounder versions of scary things like <laughs> <Yes>. bubbly <laughs> Be it's like, a
0: round black hat
1: right like my witch hat it's not pointed it's mm-hmm. kind of oval very yeah.
0: rounded and yeah. childproof at right. the end
1: yeah yes. plastic Hard, yeah, hard black like Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So that's, that's spoopy um, as kind of <laughs> um, a cultural phenomenon. Right.
0: Which I don't know if that's a, a strictly American term or not. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure. Um, I don't know. I think, I think there was always so much Halloween that probably both. I definitely had spoopy costumes. Uh, and not even just as a, a really young kid, like I remember being 10 or 11 and, and being a puppy. Adorable. I, you know what? It was super fucking cute. My pigtails as my ears come on. Um, my brown big shirt with matching brown stirrupy legging strapping pads. Yes. Adorable. Yes. Um, so yeah, I, I just think it was both all the time. I think it was because of my aunt's birthday and like Halloween was just always a thing. Everyone was always decorating. Our house was always decorated for Halloween. So it was kind of a mix of both. But my mom was a vampire every year. No mm-hmm. shit. Every year. But like scary, like a scary. Like she was old not a spooky vampire. vampire. No, she, she had wasn't. like a gray old lady wig that was like kind of green and like an like a very seventies heavy style cape that was like handmade Ooh. and like thick and this old like gowny thing and she was bloody. I yeah. bet she looked amazing. She did look amazing. Vanessa, yeah. are you mm-hmm.
1: listening? We're telling you, you
0: look amazing. She's not. <laughs>
1: Um, I bet uh-huh. that was very cool. Uh huh.
0: It was very cool. Yeah. So it was a healthy, healthy mix of both. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How about you?
1: Yeah, I, I feel like because I never did spooky, I was always on the spooky side of life. Well, you said your
0: mom made costumes. Yeah, my
1: mom made like, yeah. these phenomenal costumes yeah. for us. But, you know, whatever it is that we wanted to be, she was like, mm-hmm. "Okay, we can make that happen." Uh, she made my brother a really just phenomenal um, Seymour from Little Shop of oh, Horrors costume. Right. Right. I mean, it was this huge paper mache head and tentacles and also like it was, just, it was just it was insanity. Mm. And she, like she made it with like paper mache and spit. I don't know. And spit. Like a balloon. Right. And right. it looked like felt. And then I don't I, I wish that I had gotten that crafty jean because I'm out here buying stuff. But my mother can make anything.
0: Uh, first of all, it's very, very, we will make stuff. <laughs> there yeah. will be there will be group felt group felt. There will be group felt. I have a bag of felt right there and moss and little pieces of stuff we've cut up for Dustin's costume. And I see. And everybody did it together and it was fun. <laughs>
1: you guys are adorable. That was very sweet. We are adorable. Yeah, I mean, uh, at, at some point you have to decide are you the kind of person who likes blood and gore or are you the kind of person who likes, like, dressing up as something funny? And that's really the two types of people that there are in the world. Or sexy, but um, the the sexy costumes for things that are not sexy or conversation unto itself that I, I frankly
0: Absolutely. don't have time for. Absolutely. <laughs> the, pic, the picture that's right up there is the only time I was a sexy costume, which is a uh, purchased snow white, which is
1: easy to sexify. And she looks hella sexy.
0: Oh my God. Uh, it's the only time I, thank you. I bought something on the internet and it fit exactly how it was supposed to. Nice. It was like a, a Halloween, uh, made in heaven. Um, but, uh, for the most part, no my god, like I don't wanna see your sexy Hermione's and you're like sexy M M and like Wait, I'm I, not, I
1: kinda like those sexy things that are just like stupid, like, well, like a sexy, sexy taco, right? right? Those
0: actually those are the right? M&M's, like, are okay. Yeah. Like
1: shut up. That's not a real
0: thing. Like, <laughs> shut up. Like, at least the whole situation right. is like acceptably can't be absurd. Yeah. As opposed to why like everything got to It's just ridiculous. But, like, be happy. Do what you want to do on Halloween. like sure. be happy. We ain't judging It's just not you. for me. It's for whoever. You
1: know, I'm, I'm judging you, but I would never say it to your face.
0: I okay. have tried on many a Leg Avenue costume. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so be you.
1: Ah, Leg Avenue. Good times. <laughs> so, since Halloween is about uh, fear and made-up fears, very quickly, because we will get to this in a later episode, what is your real-life fear? Like... You're not scared of ghosts. I mean, even if you are, what's the real thing that scares you in life?
0: I'm actually I'm looking it up because I know there's a, a word for it. I just realized or learned this recently.
1: Okay, well, I'll say mine while you look it up. Yes. Uh, I realize that the thing that I am actively the most afraid of—that's a real life thing—is disappointing everyone uh, with whatever it is. Be it you didn't produce Jesus the results, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you're not doing it right. Oh my God. Ah, uh, whatever it is—the uh, the fear of disappointing people—which says a lot about me—and is a whole nother episode.
0: Uh, we yeah, I mean, I'm into that episode. If we want to dive like, that deep, I'm afraid
1: of roller coasters, but like that's not a real. It's very easy to 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 not live with your fear of roller coasters. You just don't go on them, and hey, look at that fear conquered. And frankly, I went on Space Mountain, so <laughs> you did. I did. You
0: did go on I Space did. Mountain. And was I was just fun. talking about Space Mountain.
1: That's great. It, yeah. My favorite roller coaster. What what is the
0: thing that you are? Uh first of all, that was deep. That was yeah. heavy. That was like Sarah Lacey. The uterus is a feature, not a bug, intense, uh-huh. and I'm here for it. Um so it's called thalassophobia. That
1: is a word.
0: Yeah. Uh so originally I thought it was um, I was afraid of water. I might have already said this, but I'm gonna I'm gonna give a quick backstory. I'm gonna give the my answer bitches backstory. I'm kidding. I love them. Uh when I was little, 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 like four you know, uh, where you remember shit. You're finally at the age where you remember stuff. Um, My aunts, who were in high school and were super cool, they would take me down into the basement and we would watch MTV together. And it was awesome. And I thought I was super rad.
1: Um, I like that at four you had the concept of rad. uh But
0: yes. (laughs) This is it. Uh, And they would sit me in between them and we would keep all the lights off because that's like best music video viewing. Um, And they would go dun-dun, dun-dun. And they would do the Jaws music at me because I had seen Jaws and I apparently thought it was scary. And they kind of tormented me about it. So I had pretty much blamed, I still blame them. I still 100% blame them for my like water issue. So I just assumed it was water, right? I'm not necessarily afraid of sharks, but like I want nothing to do with it. And I don't want to like, I went in the ocean as a kid and I'm, like, I had problems and I've had panic attacks underwater and it's actually <laughs> been like really bad. Better now. Because uh, I appreciate the beauty of the earth and the ocean. And I think that's really helping me get back into the water. I don't want to be on like a boat. That's
1: great self-therapy. I like it. it.
0: Thank you. I don't want to be like on a cruise. You know what? If I can't see land, I'm out. I do not want to be on that fucking boat because I'm not afraid. I can swim. I'm not afraid I'm going to drown. I'm afraid I'm going to be gobbled up by something in in the water. Turns out it's really, I'm afraid of things in the vast unknown emptiness of engulfing that is the water. As a young person in Disney World, the 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea ride gave me a fucking, like, panic attack. Like, kid age can't be under the water because they were, like, they had all these things chained to the bottom of the tank. You were in a submersive, like, a little submarine, and you, it was creepy because it was, like, 1800, you know, old submarine, and you went in water. And I'm sweating. No shit. And they have, like, mermaids under there in the murky water and, like, dolphins, and you're trapped in this... Metal... Thing underwater with all these other people that aren't worried about it, and you're freaking out. Thalassophobia.
1: All right, uh-huh. Uh-huh. good to know. Uh-huh. That is a, that and that's why
0: I think I was afraid of the outer space.
1: Yes, because the emptiness. vast emptiness. All right.
0: Which would probably really be internalized quickly by a therapist. Yes yeah. seeing as <laughs> how I love outer space uh-huh. and like that's.
1: But actually, it's the thing that you're the most afraid of. Interesting. Interesting. That's a good fear. Thanks. I <laughs> <Good fear>. like. <laughs> I want some
0: sort of good credit for it. I want it to be.
1: <laughs> That's a good fear. I want a fucking
0: gold star. I like for it. My, my fear. Those mm-hmm. are.
1: Uh, I, I definitely think we should have a fear episode at some point. Totally. It'll be really fun. Uh, <laughs> and we should do it anyway. It's
0: not anxiety inducing at all. No. no. Let's just
1: let's just do it. We'll mm-hmm. bite the bullet. Mm-hmm. So that puts us at thirteen. Thirteen wow. Stephen King references. I feel very good about it.
0: I do too. I yeah. thought we were going to hit at ten. I thought yeah, 10 was our 13 yeah.
1: second 10
0: second 10 so, <laughs> so we are all win so much better so you know what
1: that means mm. uh that means we have one that's all just like a lot that's of
0: that's it that's it
1: and maybe some candy later to make us feel Ta-da-da-ding. better about all these scary we have things Halloween candy
0: yay
1: the candy there mm-hmm. it is problem
0: solved just <laughs> problem solved oh hold on! I gotta grab my clipboard um, uh, we do want to do... Uh, we're going to do Political Minute, which is... Yes.
1: Um, Political Minute Biden. is Joe Biden. So I'm going to do a very quick one. I actually thought I was going to really have to bite the bullet and like search for nice things to say. And I went to his website, and his website is fucking great. Whoever it is that wrote his website like, is really nailing the situation um, and reminded you you the audience uh, that we all used to love uncle joe it's a really great reminder of the fact that uncle joe like used to be our favorite guy there's like the funny memes about him his friendship with obama the whole like i'm a point at him like funny stuff that we used to like about uncle joe and then like he's running for president again and like all of the ugly stuff gets exposed um, which is, you know, does not take away from the ugly stuff. Let, I just want that to be very clear. I'm well aware of the problematicness of Uncle Joe. That being said, um, he's he's got great platforms written. At least his website says really, really fantastic things. Uh, money out of politics, increased ethics. He wants to make a constitutional amendment to take out the money from the PACs. Like, he wants to really, like, go in and clear some of the corruption up whatever it's pretty solid um his uh, his website is very much geared at like rebutting everything that trump is doing it's very trump focused which is a little bit odd except for the fact that like that's the whole conversation right now so it's fine um <laughs> he he wants to empower community colleges he really wants to pour money into historically black colleges um which if he's sincere about is amazing. If he's not and he's just like, look at me, I'm Obama's buddy. Like, that's a different conversation. But if if he's sincere about the things that are in there, like, he's got great plans. Um, he talks about his wife a lot, which is really kind of wonderful. He's always like, Dr. Jill Biden. Dr. Jill Biden. He doesn't say my wife. He just says Dr. Jill Biden. That's which is wonderful. Great because, and she's a community college professor. And he talks about, like, her impact on his plans. And she thinks that we should blah, 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 which is cool. Um, he wants to make two years of community college free. He's really, he wants to, you know, he's putting his stake in the moral leadership of America again, ending family separations, eliminating the global gag rule, which which stops all international money supporting any uh, agencies that offer abortion services or even talk about abortion services. They cut off all the money. He wants to get rid of that, So which is so important for, the, for us and everybody else. Everybody, yeah. Uh, he's, he's putting his money in on climate change. He wants to host this global summit for democracy, which eventually is like an apology to the 12 of our allies, and try and reconstruct our standing in America in the world. He's all in on the Affordable Care Act. He wants to fix prescription drug prices, shore up Social Security and Medicare. He's going into rural America in a way that nobody else has. He wants to bring them broadband. Um, He wants to set up regional food systems where instead of, like, small farms just trying to, like, sell to giant corporations, he's like, no, 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 let's use the small farms that are nearby to shore up hospitals and... and school districts and so on. So instead of having to ship food thousands and thousands of miles, like keep it keep it local and have and like and process right, it and, and freeze and, it and create farms that are able to function within their own communities and sh- and increase that right there. Uh, nobody's really talking about rural America. So he's no, that's he's, wonderful. He's got some really good ideas in here. Uh, he. He wrote the Violence Against Women Act. I had completely forgotten that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and the the Brady gun the Brady gun Act. He was in there for that. He's he's all about That's the assault good. rifle bans. Um, he he was tasked by Obama to do the Recovery Act, which basically prevented or the depression during Obama's. Um, you know, it's it changed it from being a he stopped it at a recession before it became a a, mm-hmm. uh, um, a depression he was awarded the presidential medal of freedom with distinction. Like he did a lot of things to the country and it just gets lost in, in the kind of way politics are written right now that there's no nuance. Everything is very black and white. Um, and again, I, am fully aware of the fact that Joe is, is incredibly problematic and needs to do some very serious work on how he interacts with women. But a lot of the like history is there, which is good. Uh, And you know, and it tells his story really, really nicely. Um, Born in Scranton, Pennsylvania moved to Delaware he was married. he had three children. his wife and his daughter died in a car accident uh, leaving him with Hunter and Bo and he was a single oh. father for five years before he ended up marrying uh, doctor Jill mm-hmm. uh, but now Biden huh. and then and then Bo died very recently yeah. Like in, you know within the last five or six years I can't remember but recently enough so there's a lot of humanity there that kind of gets lost in the, in the essentially the like Joe, the front runner as opposed Mm -hmm. to Joe, the person. Right. Um, so I felt a lot better after researching him a bit and seeing his policies as opposed to like, there's Joe, the centrist. Um, right. Yeah. So, (laughs) so, you know, I mean, he, he's very clearly who he is. He's, he's matching himself to Obama and he's, and he's, pulling through on that but like if he gets any of the things that he listed on here you know if he does half of them i think Mm -hmm. i think we'll be okay so that's my political minute
0: that's joe biden everybody Joe joe biden i should do that i actually should um which i did for the the last election i really or actually i'm sorry the election before the last election um i really spent some time on everybody's website and i think there was um yeah, it was the second Obama election. I can't remember. I'd have to look it up. I'm sure it still exists. I can't remember exactly which organization did it, but it was um, one of those, like, take a quiz things on, on this specific issues. For, yeah. And then it, it tells you who you most percentage-wise support, but it does then give you the highlight on every candidate and their basic stance on each one of these you know tip issues mm-hmm. for people, uh, and I found it very, very helpful. And it does help... Um, weed out the crap okay. when you go directly to the source. I mean, you have to remember the source is also sure. written it's for marketing. the source, it's marketing, but it's, for sure. it's a, a noise free way to get some information. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I should do that. Yeah. Uh, we have a few things we want to mention uh, before we, before we head out. I think you should go first.
1: So uh, I'm going to start pitching um, Elaine Mahoney's holiday drive. Um there will be more information to follow, but uh Elaine Mahoney, friend of the pod, um runs a drive uh for Christmas where you adopt a family from a shelter and help support them to have a good Christmas that they wouldn't necessarily otherwise be able to afford. Um, we're gonna be able to post links to how you help, yeah. how you join in. Um we, Team Tiny Ferrari, that's what we refer to ourselves collectively, um, will be supporting families this year. Um, in, in lieu of most of our own overwhelming gift giving that yeah. we used to yeah, do. We do, we do like <laughs> to give presents yeah. as, as we get older, we've decided we all own a lot of crap. Um, yeah. so we will be adopting families and we're going to invite you all to join us, um, to help out families who wouldn't necessarily have Christmas otherwise.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it really is. I don't, I don't want to be like, do something cause it'll make you feel good. Not but because also, you're helping, but it does. It does. Yeah. It will help make you feel good. Yeah, uh, and and I think we feel like crap a lot. So um, why not? Know,
1: maybe maybe buy one less present for mm-hmm. somebody you know and put that money towards uh, somebody who isn't gonna have anything.
0: Yeah, yeah. Kids and presents gets me. Gets me every yeah. year. Every television show. Every whatever. I mean that is. They got. I got a Christmas. <laughs> it's the packages. It's the shiny yeah. packages. Yeah. Um, we also want to mention uh, toloveourselves.com. This is recommended uh, by my sister Ruth, who we have mentioned before, friend of the pod. Hi, Ruth. She's totally listening. Woohoo, Ruth. Sup, booger. Um, this is a uh, an organization that uh, puts letters of encouragement and support from strangers into the hands of young girls uh, i believe it is national at the moment um uh just to kind of help them out and give them some support it's uh, it's got a little bit it's a definitely a pen pal situation although i don't know if the girls write back actually i don't think they write back i think it's um they, they they collect 10 letters for this girl for whatever's going on uh, and just send them to her but the, they can then respond to the website to the company and say I received this and thank you and it's and it seems really really nice my sister's done it a couple of times um, she is uh, receiving quite a bit just from the experience she feels very to me anyway I think that she's very fulfilled by it so it seems really cool it's kind of got like a big sister vibe to it Um and it is a company that I believe is entirely run by women. Ooh, oh yeah. that's a plus. Yeah, it is uh, women wanting girls to kind of get some encouragement when they might not be. Make better uh, choices. Make better choices and just, like, realize there's people out there for you, boo, you know? it seems really really nice should i mention the thing i mean do we yeah right do we so i will say that i didn't know this until i looked it up i just feel like it's an important thing to mention there is a place on the website where it does say that their mission is to invite women into a christ centered community that builds each other up and encourages collaboration etc um uh, which i have no no problem with
1: yeah i mean it if they're not if they're not preaching you have to write jesus letters like absolutely, absolutely. i mean if it, it yeah. in terms of community exists where you make it. And one of the biggest differences in a non-religious environment is there, that, p- that feeling of community is missing a lot of the time. The churches are right. quite famous for their community building and mm-hmm. their welcoming, well, you know, uh, they their, their <laughs> community, they will say with community building. I mean, I'll, I'll, Elaine's holiday drive is, is mm-hmm. through her church as well. Um, I, where I, most of the charitable giving. Exists. Absolutely.
0: Especially at the holidays, which yeah. is unfortunate. Um, I, I, what I like about what I've seen so far, I mean, I haven't looked at every part of this website, but um, I don't see that anywhere else. That, that isn't their mission. Their mission is not; does not seem to be to spread the word of Christ. Uh, it seems to be to just do really good things because people are supposed to be do good things. So uh, that is something I can definitely support. I always felt as a young person reading um, both in my reality life, or in, in my reality <laughs> life, fuck, in real life um and reading uh history and things like that being taught about missionaries and i always felt like okay cool but like if you were really just trying to help people couldn't you just go help people and you don't have to also indoctrine them into your religious way of thinking hmm? history people white dudes. so i appreciate it when i see like hey like we're into christ but we're not here to push it down someone else's throat. We're just using our community within the church or within whatever it may be to do some some good for somebody else, and that makes me feel good.
1: Yeah, I'm for it. Right?
0: Cool, cool, cool. Oh my god, is that
1: so? Next episode, we do want to <sighs> do a two second pitch on next or yeah. Next, next
0: episode, th- we're doing it right. Yeah,
1: we're we're finally doing our recycling episode. Jesus, ah, uh, oh, there it is. Um, we're finally doing our recycling, recycling. episode. Um, we're going to do it hand in hand with Thanksgiving uh, with the idea of you have enough crap. Um, let's be grateful for the crap that we got. And then how do you incorporate that gratitude and appreciation for the life that you have and for what your current universe is? And how do we give back uh, through through recycling as part of it? And like also just how like do we uh, the,
0: yeah. How do we think Mother Earth? Yeah.
1: Yep, that's it. Because,
0: oh my God, B, we are sorry. Yeah, dude. We are so sorry. We are sorry for creating uh, plastic and then destroying the world with it in 30 years. We are really sorry. Yeah. So, really sorry. Um, we're gonna mix that together. I'm excited. I no shit. I mean, for the past like three weeks, I've been thinking about it. Like, every time I throw something away and I look at the symbol, and, what does
1: that mean? We'll find like, out. Why?
0: Why is there an eight in there? We're gonna find uh, out. How was the eight? All yeah. That, so I'm stopped. all that information. We're gonna talk Yay. about
1: uh, easy things that you can do to changes in your life to recycle, to
0: reduce, which um, is the new recycling. The, the I guess. Up, yeah,
1: upcycling. Yeah. And uh, yeah.
0: waste w- waste management waste. Essentially, management. Uh, we're gonna talk about plastic. And uh, your sewage system. I'm kidding. I know nothing about sewage systems at all. Uh, on that note.
1: Yep. Uh, <laughs> on a note
0: of <laughs> garbage.
1: Thanks for listening. Uh, we'd love to hear your thoughts on the book club. If you read along, we'd love to hear what were the scariest things that happened to you. Uh, what were the scariest things you wore for Halloween or funniest or uh, your best yeah. Halloween stories?
0: Share share mm-hmm. Halloween costumes. And yes. uh, uh, yeah, definitely share your thoughts on the book by Sarah Lacey, which we really enjoyed. Yep. Really, really enjoyed it. Thumbs up. Thumbs up. Okay, we're going to go lay down and not be nearly <laughs> as productive as Sarah Lacey, but I'd say we killed it today. Woo! Right? For Chacharone I am Candy. And I'm Noodle. Bye, guys. Thanks. Bye. bye.